Untitled MMA Podcast, December 31st, 2019, the last podcast of the year. And friends, we'll see you next year. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We'll see you next decade. Oh, man. That... <laughs> Guys, wait. No, do you get it? Yeah, I, I, I think but, I do. No, wait. Do you understand? Wait. You get it? Okay. We're done. <laughs> I'm not faking any more laughs for you. <laughs> I'm Booju. I am Brendan. I'm Bryce. Um, yeah, last podcast of the year. How time flies when you're having fun. Y- yeah, something like that. It's been it's crazy to think about like the beginning of the decade versus now because you see all those pictures on Twitter and stuff of people's glow ups. At least for my age group and I, I guess all of our age groups because we're not that far apart in age. It's crazy what people look like nine years ago. Imagine being one of the people that says the decade doesn't end until 2020 is over. Shut up. Yeah, just stop. It makes so much more sense to do it how the rest of the world does it. Like Luke Thomas. Yeah. I don't know if guy. any unti- or not untitled, but any MMA listeners are big sports fans in general, but there's a lot of people, not people, but like places posting decade players of the year, teams of the year. So I've been seeing a lot of best decade players, teams, and all this stuff. So it's it. I've seen it so much that it almost become a custom. Like it's not even. This is like a yeah. yearly thing. I've seen it so much. I guess on that topic, who's the MMA fighter of the decade? Oh, Conor McGregor. Oh wait, no, no, John Jones. Honestly, probably it, that's very possible. I don't. I would have to look and see the timelines of certain yeah. careers. But two thousand in MMA, they did multiple ones. They did like. Three fighters that defined the decade, which was Connor, Ronda, and John Jones, and they also did the best fighters of the decade, which I believe was Khabib, John Jones, and somebody else. Maybe Tony. I think it was Tony Ferguson. Yeah, he hasn't lost. If you include Khabib, I mean Tony has just as much standing as he does. They have, I feel like, just as many legitimate wins. Fair enough. I just feel like he never fights. So same could be said about Khabib. UFC had their fair share of. Best decade, so they. Di- I didn't see what else they did, but they had define the decade and best fighters of the decade. In fight years, 2010s like fucking 30 years ago. I don't even remember 2010. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to pick against John Jones. I feel like if you had to pick one, it would probably be John Jones. Because mm-hmm. I w- would have said the only other person to maybe pick was uh, GSP, but I just looked at his tapology. Shout out to tapology.com. If you go anywhere else to check out records, you're a bum. Facts. Um, and most of his. Like his uh, peak of his powers was late two thousands. Facts. So probably John Jones. R.I.P. G.S.P. Gone wow. too soon. Wow. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think he went left at the right time. MMA Deathpool. Who dies in twenty twenty? Too dark. Too dark for this show. We won't <laughs> yeah, go there. We won't. Shout out to Zach Efron for almost just dying the other day. Really? Yeah. He was, he was uh, filming something called Killing Zach Efron, and he got like this dangerous bacteria that almost actually killed him hey man stick to realism yes sir one thing that i thought about it being a new decade when we think of like the 90s the 80s the 70s we think of like these certain eras like 90s 80s the 70s that was a wild order to go in but yes (laughs) yes i was going down okay i got you 60s whatever (laughs) (laughs) 20s 40s 30s um did you think of like these certain eras, like the hippies and all this stuff? It's going to be crazy that the, when the next decades, or not decade, century starts, we're going to we could say that we lived in the twenties, yeah. and those people think that wow, we were these old, yeah. mm-hmm. like non that'll be their technological 20s. people. Yeah, it's just a cra- like that's a crazy thought in general. Is you're going to be old someday. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to think about it. Because like if we think about people in the twenties, we're like that's their old, life is completely old. different than ours, and yeah. maybe the exact same. The next century. Mm-hmm. I also hope that I never get out of touch with technology, but I know that it'll happen. I've kind of that's something I think about a lot is technology's advanced so much from ninety six, ninety eight, ninety eight for me when you were born to now, as opposed to fucking nineteen thirty six to when my grandmother was born to fucking nineteen eighty something. Mm-hmm. Like the growth has been so much quicker in our lives than it has been in any lifetime before. I feel like technology is just something we're kind of born into, and we're always going to be able to keep up with it, no matter how advanced it gets. We'll find out. Save this clip, and in 50 years, we can review it. <laughs> when we're still doing a podcast in 50 years, and everybody's <laughs> like, what's a podcast? Yeah, facts. <laughs> Whoa, the screen went yeah, off. It's, it's just bad. natural being 
involved with all this technology since we are born into it. What do you think the UFC looks like at the end of the next decade? In 2030, what does the UFC look like? I don't think, for one, that there's pay-per-views anymore. I agree with that. Um, but Is it I, bigger or smaller than it is now? Bigger. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think all it does is grow. I think it kind of stays the course. Like I could see it staying like pretty close to where it is right now. Well, you said bigger or smaller, so. I know, but I feel like this is the peak-ish. Not necessarily that they're going to go downhill. They could plateau from here is what I'm saying, I guess. I feel. Um, I don't think that that'll happen personally just because obviously with more people being born, there's a great a growing audience, and they're doing a lot to uh, penetrate other markets like oh, yeah. Asia. Hell yeah, they're going to penetrate Asia. Y- yes, sir. <laughs> um, but I just think that it's only going to go up from here, and it may not be – they may have more cards that aren't convenient for U.S. fans, but that's a part of their uh, long-term strategy. Is there? It, oh, go ahead. It's so early that I think I think all it can do is grow. I don't know if that's just like an optimistic mindset, but like the NFL. Imagine was, the NFL is, twenty-five years in. Exactly, because the NFL true. twenty-five years in was like what nineteen eighty. Yeah. But most sports, when they're hundreds of years in, it feels like it's they're all at a really high level and a higher level than they were back then. Yeah. I mean, because the sports is going to continue to grow, and then I feel like MMA—not like obviously MMA in general, but MMA in the UFC—is—it's just so new that a lot of people don't know about it compared to when they will, fifty or twenty thirty. Since that was our yeah. comparison, I think the ESPN Plus thing is going to uh, hamper their chance of growth, though. So if that doesn't change, I. Unless more and more people move to streaming and streaming starts to look different in the next few years, it's very much hidden on ESPN Plus, the majority of their content right now. Yeah, this is true. Um, But I think as time goes on, more people are going to hashtag cut the cord and move towards a lot more streaming type of platforms to where... When the old start dying off. (laughs) To where it's going to be a lot more accessible for more people than I think we realize right now. And the route is going now... Another reason that MMA can grow, UFC can grow in particular, is because I think boxing will continue to decline so they can maybe absorb some of their fans. I agree with that. Boxing stinks. <laughs> we'll talk about boxing later. Ooh, I look forward to trashing it. Do we have a megastar on the level of Conor McGregor in the next 10 years? You'd, you'd think that there is. There has to be, I think. But there was nobody to the level of Conor McGregor before. But then again, the sport has grown. Yeah. I mean... They are not the Conor McGregor. I don't think there'll be a Conor such as, like, his talking, but there will definitely be somebody that defined a decade as well as he did. Like, Ronda and Conor are, like, opposites. You don't see Ronda all over the mic talking shit, but she defined a decade, her part, well, her part of her career yeah. just as much as Conor She defined, defined. an era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a better way to say era, definitely. But, like, she changed the sport just as much as Conor did. It's hard to say yes or no, but I would like to think that there will be a mega star that emerges sometime in this decade. Because I guess it's always kind of relative to the size of the sport because even though it's a very different time frame, the UFC was much smaller. Chuck Liddell's popularity in comparison to the UFC at his time in the sport is probably comparable to Conor McGregor and his in relativity relativity to the sport popularity of the sport wow that was tough to say yeah plus i mean it took a long time even in conor mcgregor's run to top brock lesnar's pay-per-views yeah that's a crazy to me yeah and so that you would think that there will be a megastar like i said before but and it might even be someone on the roster on the rise now but it's hard to say no because 10 years is a long time do we start seeing more natural athletes go to mma as opposed to the more traditional sports, basketball, football, baseball, I'd say no. Nah. Definitely not in 10 years. It takes another breed to get hit in the face compared to playing a sport. You know what I mean? I mean, MMA is a sport for sure, but it's, it's just another breed. We were kind of talking about this on uh, during UFC 245 when, what was his dumb name? Chase Hooper, when he was fighting. Like, that's kind of the next wave of fighters is like these dorky fucking skinny guys. Mm-hmm. Who are coming in with? They're gr- they're good at everything, and even though they don't look like your typical 
uh, cage fighter. Yeah, they're very they're making waves in the sport. Sean O'Malley, Chase Hooper. I'm just naming guys with big hair, but you get what I'm saying. Ben <laughs> <Yes>. Askren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that part of that is because those are the kids that growing up, their parents put them in karate and taekwondo yeah. and stuff like that. Because and I think it's also in part because UFC is such a niche sport that the people that are into it are people. This is a weird comparison to make, but like anime is such a niche thing, right? Yeah. I'm very curious where you're going. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to fucking (laughs) connect where I what I'm thinking of in the end point. Well, it's such a niche thing that it's almost. At, to a level, there's a section of the MMA fan base that's kind of fucking dorks, right? Yeah. Like, Chase Hooper is kind of a fucking nerd, but yeah. he can kick your ass. Yeah. So I think MMA is such a a smaller, dedicated fan base, and that's such a, a significant part of that fan base that you're going to see more and more people like that making an impact on the actual sport itself. That's kind of where I was going. Okay. I don't know how I was going to get there with anime. but Yeah, I don't either. Going off what Bryce said to where their parents get them into karate, blah, blah, blah. That's one reason why MMA will not surpass the major sports of America or major sports anywhere else is because... There's a barrier to entry. There, there is. And also, there's no youth leagues yeah. or promotions to develop talent. But, and yes, like, like what you guys are saying, but what mom is going to put their 5, 10-year-old son in where they can get beat up compared to... Baseball, soccer, football, you know what I mean? And it's not even just that. It's if you want to, if you're a eight year old and you want to play baseball, you can play baseball at your school or ten year old, whatever, whatever fucking middle school. There's starts. parks and everywhere you go. Yeah. You can get a ball and a bat and you can go teach yourself baseball to an extent. Like you can get into wrestling as a kid. There's no real barrier to entry barrier to entry in wrestling, but wrestling's just one part of a sport that's a lot of moving parts. Yes. And also, I think in the last few years has been a less important part. I just feel like uh Yeah, I could agree with that. Because it's more a few years ago when we started this podcast, we all agreed that wrestling was without a doubt the most important fundamental because most of the champions were wrestlers. Uh-huh. Whereas I don't think that that's necessarily the case right now. And I feel like we're moving into an era that's kind of more defined by striking than the last one was. Mhm. And um, and I think the wrestling part of it is turning into more general grappling than just wrestling. Yeah, which in- involves a lot more judo, Muay Thai, and jiu-jitsu than ever before. Yeah. It's, a, it's crazy to think, if you look at this sport 10 years ago, 2010, like we said, that feels like 30 years ago in fight years. The sport looks so different then. Go back another 10 years to 2000, it's almost unrecognizable from what it is now. Yeah, I yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, nineteen years ago, they might have still been able to kick each other in the old uh, family jewels. And if you want to compare it to football, like uh, you guys were earlier, we're still in the fucking leather helmet phase. Yeah, <laughs> we're still in the there's no forward pass phase. Yeah, three three outs, three yards in a cloud of dust phase. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of a lot of room for growth in MMA. A lot of room for growth in popularity for MMA. Um, and it's interesting when you don't, cause when you're in it, you don't notice the change, but when you really think about it and we just brought up kind of two or three things, it does change pretty drastically, pretty quickly. Yes. At times. It has the, so much more potential than what it is right now, just cause of the international like aspects involved because football, like that's straight American. I mean, you yeah. have people play f- from around the world, but mm-hmm. When you put when there's MMA, like you're grabbing specific parts of fighting from different parts around the country, just as like wrestling, I feel like is more American based. But you can go f- do kung fu, which is more in Asia, and that's kind of so another it's around the world. That's kind of another fascinating thing of, about MMA that I don't feel like gets touched on enough. Soccer is the most um, the most popular sport worldwide. Yes, but they don't play a different style of soccer in Brazil than they do in England and than they do in Spain and in Japan. You know what I mean? Soccer is soccer everywhere. Yeah. I mean, they do play differently. Yeah, it, but it's not... Yeah, I know what you mean. In Brazil, it's jiu-jitsu or capoeira, my personal favorite base style for MMA. Of course. Um, in America, you have boxing and wrestling. In the UK, it's mostly boxing. 
in Japan, it's like Brendan said, the more striking kickboxing type styles or judo or whatever it may be. Around the world, depending on where you come from, you're coming from a completely different part of the game and adapting that into the MMA against somebody from a completely different part of the world. And I mean, that's, I guess, what the sport was based on. So I guess it's not really too crazy of a point to bring up. But that's another, I think that's something that's not focused on enough is that the internationality of MMA and why it makes why it makes the sport so different and fighters individually so different from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people, whenever they ask me about why I watch MMA and this and that, is that's the type of points that I bring up. Like, you bring together two different people from more times than not, different parts of the country, if not the world, mm-hmm. and they come together and their styles meshed to... I yeah. mean, I think it's, without a doubt, one of the more beautiful sports out there. I agree. It's brutally beautiful. Yes, I like it. Tagline. Jaina, you can have that one. <laughs> beautiful is quite the word. <laughs> it's beautiful. I mean, in a way. Yeah. I mean... It is mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. It's an art. It is, without a doubt. And people... if Because sometimes they'll ask for an explanation. I mean, it, you can give it, and I don't think that I need to go into detail here about it, but it's easy for me to paint a picture that most people wouldn't see because they just see people th- punching yeah. each other in a cage when there's a lot more to it if you understand it or rolling around with a dude on the ground man yeah shit's gay bro <laughs> it, it's also just how much you're into it because if you're not into mma you're not gonna grasp all the yeah great parts about it but and if you to, are to bryce's point I, I think football is beautiful in a way too, even though that is kind of a an ugly, brutal sport in itself. I think basketball is beautiful in a way. I think baseball is beautiful in a way. Mm-hmm. It's just a, I guess it's kind of a general beauty yeah. is in the eye of the beholder. Objective. If you can understand it, it, you can understand the beauty and the strategy and everything that goes into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that every sport is beautiful, but golf. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Golf courses are beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was just coming at golf because it's so boring. But like it's like you said, it's objective. It's what you like. You can find it's beautiful aspects yeah. in whatever you at like the in base particular. of it. What, just what you look at, what MMA is, it could be the biggest sport in the world if ex- executed correctly. Yeah, it take a very long time and a yeah. lot of uh, coordination globally. Because to but, me, a fifteen minute stinker in MMA, Derek Lewis, Francis Ngannou. Is that worth worse than a fucking 90-minute stinker of a soccer match? No. It's just shorter, yeah. so it makes it better. Then exactly. Within 90 minutes, you can get four stinkers. And there's always the threat of a knockout, yeah. even if it's a stinker. Yeah. So. It has a potential to be the number two sport in the world. I don't think anything will surpass so- soccer. I think it could, just because of the international implications and mixing of all different sorts of cultures. What do you think? But this? soccer, literally, you can make your own ball and just kick it around. But MMA, you have to have some type of You can make your own person. People knowledge. do that. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to have knowledge. you have to have something passed down to you in you order to do that. And that's what, things. that's what I say the barrier to entry, too, is like, if you want to be a successful MMA fighter, you have to join a gym, learn the sport, and go from there. In basketball, there's always a fucking hoop and a ball, and there's always a goal and a ball for soccer, and there's always a, a tee and a ball for baseball. Mm-hmm. Soccer's just Plus, the I think all of those other traditional sports, there's a lot more pure athleticism that can purely determine outcomes that yeah. at a, I would imagine a very low level of MMA could happen, but at a high level, it doesn't work that way. And it also happens, but you can't just go in the backyard with your friend and start punching each other because there's consequences <laughs> to that. It's different than kicking a ball at a fucking garbage can. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. Yeah. MMA. The decade. Yeah. I killed 20 minutes. I can't believe it. Wow. What else do we have to talk about? Um, uh, This is my back-to-back crowning of oh, Untitled MMA Awards. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Brendan, back-to-back, first back-to-back champ in Picks History. Didn't even have to bring the trophy into the fucking building because it was already decided by the before the last two cards of the year. So, yeah, back-to-back champ, first one ever. And it wasn't looking like that early spring. Me and... Buju, or not me and Buju, me and Bryce like were a, giving up because I, I was like eight behind yeah, you. Yeah, I think I had an 11 fight lead at one time. Yeah, I don't think that I just ever really made a gap. New year though, friends, and it starts with Conor McGregor and Cowboy Cerrone. That's crazy to me. That, and that's still like, what, two and a half weeks away? 
19 days. So almost three weeks. Yeah. And I finished second to Bryce by one loss. I won twi- two years in a row. And I'm still like second or third in all-time winning percentage. I, I think, think you're, you're up to second. Yeah, I think so. You guys retired for a while. I think you moved into second. So it just says that one big down year just kills it. Like, to be fair, that our year first year th- that I won it, that was our lowest percentages yeah. out of all of them. We're all getting progressively better. So despite you being a two-time champ, I'm statistically the GOAT. I'm statistically the GOAT. <laughs> I'm statistically the GOAT. Hey, both of you can suck my dick. Because <laughs> I am statistically the GOAT. But I feel like our percentages against like professional people... They is, can't be that much worse. Very, when you look well. at... Uh, MMA Junkie is the only other website I know of that posts their picks and records. And we're always like top five-ish in with them. 55 to 60% range. We don't pick as many fights as they do, but fuck that. So Yeah. yeah. I feel like we're, we're relatively good. Fights are hard to pick, man. They really exactly. are. Um, but and yeah. Odds can be deceiving because odds aren't just who should win the fight. Sometimes it's about money. Facts. Vegas is a business. My tagline. I think Bryce is looking something up, so I'm killing time. Um, go ahead. I'm right now trying to find their last uh, picks. Would you like to give an acceptance speech for your second championship, Brendan? No. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say is, like, picking MMA is so much harder than any other sport because NFL, there's 32 teams, yeah. so we on also and so pick, forth. We also pick football games every week. Yeah. That's something we've done for fucking There's a, an X amount of teams every year compared to – you may get a fight that I never heard yeah. of, and you got to pick them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, and he's fighting one of the best fighters in the world and then wins. Yeah. Like, you're not going to find a fucking football team you never heard of is going to show up and beat the Patriots. Yeah, it just doesn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. So MMA is super hard to pick. So I don't know what our – do you have our percentages that you can pull up? It's not updated as of the last card. But, but that's not – You we'll have a very good idea because looking at MMA Junkies um, 2019 picks – I mean, they go from 66% being their leader, and there's a bunch of people up, up around 60%, going down to 52% in their last place. Going into the last card, and it went up from here because he went 2-1, and one, Brendan was 61.4%. So, I mean, we would be, you would be like mid-pack of this. So that's not too fucking bad, considering their job is to watch fights. Yeah. And you watch the least fights out of anybody here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. That's, I mean, I'm so the same way with, not not to go out on a tangent but with our NFL picks. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of games. I mean, I I've, watch more than half the people. I've but. watched maybe half of a game once this entire NFL season. I've watched less this year just because I have uh, obligations on Sundays now. Keeping myself posted with, like, social media and stuff is so huge, though. The person we had, it's 11 people, I believe, in our NFL board. Mm-hmm. The person that's winning is the last person who should win, probably. Yeah, it, which is my sister by the way and i don't know what she does but she actually does do some sort of research beforehand i don't know what it is but it's worked i'm gonna have to buy her fucking her uh algorithm (laughs) it's probably not gonna be that uh expensive she probably looks at fucking standings i'm sure (laughs) it's possible but actual mma news um not necessarily news a little bit of discussion and then a whole bunch of fight announcements but i don't think any of them are going to be lengthy discussions um i want to talk about fedor and rampage from this weekend this last weekend a i didn't even know what was happening until the day before bellator is not as out there as it used to be i don't feel like i ever hear about bellator anymore yeah i agree with that you have to follow people that actually cover it yeah um and fedor versus rampage fedor got a quick knockout win over rampage and I hate when people do this, when they say the exact same exact thing I'm about to say, and I hate to be the guy that says it, but that absolutely looked like Rampage took a dive in that fight. I never knew, never heard or knew what took a dive means, but out of assumption, I know what it is, and he definitely did that. It looks so weird, dude. It does. It. I mean, it looked like reading, because I didn't see the whole fight. I only saw the stoppage. Uh-huh. It sounds like Fedor was just piecing him up all up until that. He just looked crisp. Whereas, I mean, Rampage, he looked like a fat old man that d- should not be fighting in a cage or yeah. in a ring. It was I, in a cage. I mean, it, oh, was it? it happens all the time where they don't make, where it doesn't look like the contact is like that solid, I guess you can say, or like uh-huh. it's that. I don't know how to Well, it also it. wasn't because, I mean, he was clear enough in the head to just uh, shake his head no after yeah. he fell. At at best, 
he got caught with another grazing shot, and he's just like, all right, fuck this. But, I mean, I guess that is still taking a dive. Yeah. In a way. I, it was not good at all. And he wants to uh, come at people that are criticizing him, but if you look that terrible and you make something that looks that obvious, you're going to get criticism, buddy. Yeah. And also, just be a professional and show up and actually look like you should be fighting. Yeah. And it, I don't know, it just looked bad. And I, it's, like I said, I hate bringing that up because I hate every single time somebody does it. But uh, that was one of the most egregious um, displays of it I've seen since I've been watching the sport. And I felt like I had to bring it up on the show. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. And then you guys started making your own points is that I've seen a lot of Gray's hits. And this is by far, like, the one that's, like, the least one that should have been leading to a knockout yeah yeah it, it like, like mostly caught him on the arm it looked like mm-hmm. so and also like within like a couple head. minutes of that he was smiling for a picture yeah. with fedor yeah, photo bomb fedor's victory picture and everything yeah and the fact that it's in japan and it's fedor and, and it's his Bellator. retirement fight and so weird i don't know i also would not be surprised though if he just decided i'm done that was supposed to be fedor's retirement fight it was he retired he said he's not retiring I'm pretty he sure said I read in the, I guess in his post fight that he was retiring. Either way, what sucks for me while you Google that mm-hmm. or look that up, what sucks for me is this is what I see in Rampage c- compared to if I started off earlier and see Rampage in his prime. Mm-hmm. Rampage in his prime sounds so, so fucking cool. He sounded like a badass. Now he's just an old man. As yeah, far as Scott he stinks, Scott Coker. As far as scheduling, we'll probably try to fight Fedor sometime in the late summer if he's up to it, and then his last fight beginning. At Beginning of the year in 2021. Well, that's not what I heard. Last fight so. in Japan. I heard last fight. That's everyone on Twitter that I saw, and that was like within an hour of the fight, said he was retiring. Maybe something got lost in translation because I doubt that Fedor speaking English. This says bad translation. I just saw that. So. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, okay. Fedor, he looked like he... According to what I read, he looked like he should still be fighting, whereas Rampage should have been the one. He definitely to looks doughy, but I mean, he's forty-two. He's always been or some shit. looking doughy, though, but not that doughy. Yeah, I know what you mean. He looks fat now. Yeah, Rampage. Ram- Rampage was awful. Yeah. God, he need. He said he's. He swears to cut the weight, and he's gonna fight at two hundred five again. Get the fuck out of here. No way. He's he had got- to cut down to two sixty-five. Yeah, he looks like he's walking around fucking three twenty. So <laughs> he better figure some shit out. Facts. I like Rampage, but I don't. This is a weird happening. Yeah, he stinks now. Does Fedor even belong in the greatest heavyweight of all time discussion? No. Just the fact that he never did it in the U.S. I mean, he fought in the U.S. and he had a couple wins in the U.S., but he but also, never anything significant. He got knocked out by fucking Dan Henderson. Yeah, that says a lot. Yeah. Um, I think that anyone that does only is doing it because he was one of the best in his era. Yeah. And it's the people who are have a hard on for fucking everything that's not the UFC. Yeah, pride never die, baby. And for a certain era in the sport, and they're anti uh, or they're contrarians. Yeah, uh, that's to, to me, me. Fedor's not in the discussion. Yeah, it's, same. That would be like for me saying, or for someone else saying that Chuck Liddell is one of the best. Yeah, ever. I agree. When he would literally, he wouldn't be a top ten light heavyweight right now. I don't think. Agreed. Um. Khabib says John Jones is the best pound for pound fighter in the world right now. I think Khabib that, said that. Yeah, I think wow. that kind of decides the discussion. I think that makes John Jones the pound for pound number one if Khabib's saying so. I mean, he seems like a humble guy, and he wouldn't say that he is. I don't know. Awarding somebody else when they are like literally so close and they're both undefeated, like that's crazy. No, like, that to me just sounds like what a normal. Do you think John Jones would, would say Khabib is the best fighter in the world? I don't no, know. he would not. He probably he might. No. I wouldn't be shocked. That, I think that's wild that he said that. I don't think that that's wild at all. Did he come out of his way to say it? Because if he came out of his way, it's even more wild. Would Messi or Ronaldo ever say the other is the best player? No. player in the world. No, but that's also a totally different sport. And that's not how it works. Competitiveness. It's you a, don't say it's something It's a totally better. different culture around the sport, though. MMA is the whole yeah, MMA is yeah, more aggressive. The martial arts thing yeah. is like, oh, always respect your opponent. This and that. That's. He's giving homage. That's what I would say. They're not even opponents. I don't think Khabib respects his opponents when he's fucking pounding their face in and telling them to quit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying he respects his peers. I feel like there's more respect in soccer That's, than shut MMA. Up. You're dumb. No, I agree with Brendan. Uh, I mean, neither of you watch soccer at all, so you're both dumb. 
I mean, they're not getting, they're not, the Warriors are getting kicked in the shins or some shit. I mean, being each other's face in, I feel like the competitive, nah, I can't. And look at people after fights where they beat each other's face in. They hug it out. Yeah, people fucking high five after soccer matches too, and they're fucking grabbing each other's dongs and shit. Soccer's fucking gay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that is not at all crazy to me. I think you guys are blowing it out of proportion. I'm not saying it's crazy, but I do think it says something. I mean, maybe, sure. See, Bryce is just a John Jones hater. He can't give anything. I, to I John don't Jones. like John Jones. He's- Brendan, me and you will have this discussion. Do you think- <laughs> <laughs> I think that he huh? is one that? of the best, without a doubt. It's him and Khabib, one A and one B. Just turn that knob down, Brendan. I think that takes care of our. All problem. right, lefty. Yeah, turn right, it to the left. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really just no. do that? <laughs> but yeah, uh, I do think it says something it, when. The, in my opinion, the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world says somebody else is the best pound-for-pound fighter in the world. I think that says something, whether it's just him being humble or not. I think it's him being humble. So I think there's still 1A, 1B. That doesn't do anything for me. I just don't agree that Khabib comes off as that humble. I think Khabib is a big fan of Khabib. I mean, at the end of the day, they have to, but I still think that he's more humble than not. I agree. <laughs> he agrees. He's, pro- he's probably the most humble guy in the sport, but I saying mean, GSP somebody else is... is whoa, that's wrong, <laughs> buddy. He's not the most humble guy in the sport. Khabib? Yeah, he respects people. Wow. He's not the most humble guy in the sport. You're wrong there, but... Stephen Thompson. Yes. Stephen Thompson's... I mean, com- his... Uh, you can't, Max you can't... Holloway. Dominic Cruz. Daniel Cormier. I mean, yeah. <laughs> all, all of them, much more humble than Khabib. I mean, you got to you got to take out the Connor fight because Connor obviously did things to escalate the whole entire situation. But I mean, when he's pu- he's fucking punching Michael Johnson, and not even looking at Michael quit. Johnson, he's telling Dana White, Get, "I want to fight your boy" or whatever the fuck. Yeah, in the middle of the fight. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is that the most humble guy in the sport? I'll take that as a retraction. Yeah, I I'll give up on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm also not a humble person fan. I'm a, I agree with that. There's a Chael Sonnen poster right here. <laughs> yeah. Show me your confidence. Agreed. No, I, yeah, I'm down with that for sure. 205 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Weidman is open to a Luke Rockhold rematch but wants a tune-up fight first. A, shouldn't be fighting anybody. And B, tune-ups are all you should want if you want to fight. Yeah. And C, Luke Rockhold is a tune-up fight in 2020. Eh, he's a step up from a tune-up fight. I mean, mean, he stinks, yes. They both stink, so it doesn't matter. They both, yeah. I would pick Luke Rockhold, though, 100 times out of 100. I have so much more faith in his stand-up. I agree. Chris Weidman is bad. Chris Weidman is absolutely fucking washed. Luke Rockhold just stinks. Yeah. I agree. Those are very good points. Uh, Sediment Bellator. Uh, Tyron Woodley versus... Leon Edwards. (laughs) I, my brain shut down there for a second. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I think I had a stroke. Tyron Woodley versus Leon Edwards in London in March. Uh, that's a good fight. I'm interested to see if Leon Edwards can um, not get sucked into the Tyron Woodley. Uh, wow. My brain's broken. I truly have no idea where you're trying to go. I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see if Leon Edwards can actually hang with a Truly great welterweight. I'm interested to see if Leon Edwards can fight his own fight instead of getting sucked into fighting Tyron Woodley's fight like everybody else Tyron Woodley has fought except for Cameron Usman. That's what I was trying to say. There we go. That was a lot, and you got caught up at the very beginning. (laughs) (laughs) My brain broke, man. I don't know what happened there. But um, if I had to pick right now, gun to my head, I'm saying Tyron Woodley just because we've seen him have success against very good guys. And Leon Edwards' biggest win to date, I would say, is Cowboy. Is that fair to say? Possibly. Or did he beat Darren Till? Did he lose it? He fight Darren Till? He no, I don't think he fought Darren Till. Um, but yeah, I we just haven't seen Leon Edwards against top tier opponents yet. We have seen Tyron Woodley in those fights. So I feel like if I was making a pick right now, it'd be Tyron Woodley. But I do think Leon Edwards has the stuff to do it. It's just whether he can pull it out in this fight against Tyron Woodley, who's a very, very tough guy to beat, no matter what you think about him or his MMA skills. I don't feel like further elaborating, but what you said is what I agree with. Hell yeah. He beat Cowboy and RDA. Those are his two biggest wins. And he also has a win against Vicente Luque, which, as time goes on, looks to be a better and better win. It do. Um, 
but I 100%. I think, though, I would pick Leon Edwards right now just because he's going to, if it's going to be in London, he'll be surrounded by his people. I feel like most people tend to perform the best uh, in front of their crowd yeah, if I, at this level. I think you're right. But you, if you had to pick Brennan, it'd be Tyron Woodley. Yes, sir. Uh, Johnny Walker versus Nikita Krylov announced for March. Uh, this is an interesting barometer for Johnny Walker. He's going to fight a very different style of fighter than he's fought before. Nikita Krylov is susceptible to being finished, but I think he's a, he's a um, scrappy wrestler who, if he gets a hold of you and gets you to the ground, you're stuck there. So um, it's interesting to see if Johnny Walker can, A, combat that, and B, I, don't, I almost skipped straight to C, B, if he does get caught up in that, if he can get out of it. Yeah, I... I agree that uh, it's a very interesting, different type of fight for Johnny Walker, but I have a feeling that he's going to be a lot better than he was last time out, and he's going to knock him out yeah, in, I think he knocks within him. two minutes. I agree. Yeah, you guys are big Johnny Walker guys. Yeah, that's fair. I like him. Are you anti-Johnny Walker? No, I feel like... He's anti-every other light heavyweight. No, I just feel like this is another Vic situation. Maybe just because a man sitting at hey, top is just going to... James Vic. Oh. Is just going to... To be it's fair, be I've been very clear about Johnny Walker from the jump that we had never seen him have any sort of issues up until the fact that he had a lot of issues. And he got embarrassed in his last fight. Yeah. He lost? Yeah. Yes. Got beat up. Who did Bye. he lose to? Um, Corey Anderson? Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> yeah, I had Corey Anderson begging for a title shot. Um, Amanda Rebus, Rebus will face Paige Van Zandt in Van Zandt's return to the Octagon also in March. Um, when is that? Where is that? Brazil. Oh. Brasilia. Okay. Um, if Paige loses that, it's over. That's the end of the Paige train. What are your thoughts, Brendan? She used to be one of my top five favorite fighters. and that's then, crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a weird take. Probably maybe, maybe more of like I wanted to like her and she's attractive more than actually truly liking her. I, feel I don't like, know. I For a like, while, though, she was legitimately exciting yeah. Because of what her potential was. Yeah. Every time she gets brought up, I feel like I have to say it. It's me. This is my fucking penance. Is I thought when Re- when Paige and Rose fought, I said Paige was going to destroy Rose Namajunas. <laughs> I feel like I have to say it every time just as my punishment for saying so. You probably do. Um, my I, worst take. I hope that Paige loses. I'm tired of her. I'm you hate Paige. Her. I think I do. No, you do. I think you I don't do. have to think you do. I know you do. Well, I like. I don't feel like I hate many people, so hate is a very strong word. Oh, shut up. But I strongly <laughs> dislike her. You hate her. I would on the spectrum. Uh, if all the way to the left was hate, and all the way to the right <laughs> was love, you're definitely pretty close. All the way to the left. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah, she she's turned annoying. into a, a, yeah. She turned into an annoying person, especially on social media. Yeah, and that's what makes it because, I mean, she doesn't fight enough to where I can hate her off of her performances. If she loses, she's done, and if she wins and doesn't fight Macy Barber, she's also done. Yeah. Get her out of my face. Yes. She should be fighting Macy Barber. She should have fought Macy Barber this time. Agreed. Macy hopefully, Barber's can next month. Hopefully she retires and just protects her health and just sticks just, to Instagram. Exactly. Fan. Stick to Instagram where you can yeah. make so much more money. Show your cleavage and make fucking 40000 on Instagram. That's what I was avoiding. I didn't want to stereotype I mean, that's a what she does. Female. That's what she's doing. If I have to say it, I'll say it. That's what she's doing. She's fucking her. getting paid forty k a fucking post for a little bit of boob crack out, out on the <laughs> out on the gram. A little bit boob of side crack. boob, a little bit of fucking boob alley. Cleavage arena. Bryce is turning red. <laughs> <laughs> it's something. <laughs> but I'm just done with her because she wants to be uh, treated seriously as a fighter and doesn't want to take on a serious challenge. Fight so. Macy Barber. Yeah, Fight she's a coward. Macy, Macy Barber's stuck fighting Roxanne Modafferi. I could beat Roxanne Modafferi with a blindfold on. And now Macy <laughs> I love when I get into fucking ridiculous-ass takes. When I get rolling, I get rolling. But yeah, Macy Barber's fight is fighting a a can. I I like Roxanne Modafferi. She seems like a lovely person, but she stinks. Yeah. And Macy Barber is fighting her next month instead of Paige Van Zant. Not how it should be going. I agree. Uh, and I think Paige loses that fight. I think so too. Uriah Hall is fighting Jacare Souza in April. Uh, weird that we're to the point where Jacare Souza is fighting Uriah Hall. I didn't know Uriah Hall was still in the UFC. He's still ranked. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's just kind of been floating around. I think that it's a very interesting fight. We'll see if uh, it's. A, I think it's a very losable fight for Jacare. It is because it's the type of fight that he would lose. Yeah. Someone that's good enough on the feet. It's just a matter of if he uh, can get it to the ground. Is Uriah Hall hashtag back if he beats Jacare? No. Because <laughs> I think that Jacare is very much on the way down. Is Jacare hashtag done if he loses to Uriah Hall? Yeah, he should be. I feel like that's fair. That's wild because it feels like it feels like not too long ago Jacare was a strong contender for the belt. He was. Yeah, like three fights ago. Mm-hmm. And he's he lost. Was. Like beginning of this year probably. Yeah. And now... But he wins this one. He wins this one and one more. He's right back in there. Yeah, one hundred percent. And this might be the first time I heard Uriah's name in yeah it's thirteen like a years. Long time. <laughs> that I feel I didn't even know he was in the UFC. Still. <laughs> um, and we were all on the Uriah Hall hype train for a minute. We were, and then he's just he's he has all the tools to be a potential title challenger. He just never has put them together for a string of fights. Almost Anthony Pettis syndrome. When Anthony Pettis stunk. Yeah. He's just permanently stuck in that cycle. <laughs> he had he had a really good fight against Chris Lieben. He retired Chris Lieben, which yes. I mean, say what Chris you want about Lieben. quality of opponent. Um, what was the other one? He where knocked he out really Gegard Mousasi. Yeah, and then he got knocked out by Gegard Mousasi. Yeah, yeah. When he puts it together, he's unbelievable. But he puts it together once every seven fights. So. Exactly. But that one is enough to get him that sweet, sweet contract extension. Yeah, he's living off that fucking spinning wheel kick from <laughs> Tough. tough. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. That was an awesome knockout, though. It one was. of the best. Um, Greg Hardy is fighting in March against Jorgen DeCastro. Mm-hmm. He's back to fighting Cans again, which is... I, I actually heard this dude's legit. Like, this could be a legitimate fight. I'll pull up his topology. Let's figure it out. He's like 10-0-1. We'll investigate. Um... But it's it's a step down from Volkov, obviously, which yes. he obviously needed. Like yes. I don't blame him for taking a lesser opponent. I want to see. Not sure. Dog. He's what six the and zero actually. Um, I have it pulled up. He's six and zero with one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, that doesn't make sense. Five of his six wins are knockouts, and four of them are in the first round. This is his second fight on the UFC actual roster. He also yes. had a contender series fight. Um, <clears throat> this is a legit fight. Jesus, he was three and three as an amateur. How does that happen? But um, that's terrible. It's interesting. It'll be a test for Greg Hardy. It's a better opponent than I thought it was. Um, that's in Columbus, which there's a chance we attend, depending on all the, if all the stars line will be in attendance for this card. Mm-hmm. But um, it's interesting. I, it's a it's a test with a my brain's broken again. But um. He's fighting a guy who's very legit but doesn't have a name. So this feels like a very big fight for Greg Hardy despite not being against a big-name opponent. Yeah, I agree. This is he needs to get a win to uh, rebound. He does. He has to win this fight. Yeah. Thoughts? Agreed. Brennan wasn't listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sugar Sean O'Malley returns. I don't remember who he's fighting. He's fighting some nobody. He's also fighting in April. It's exciting to see him back. I think he could make some waves in the division. It'll be interesting to see if he puts on a really good performance on the next one because I uh, think I think this kind of needs to be a show-out performance from him too after the suspension and everything. And right, he's I'm, at 145, right? Correct. I want to confirm. What were you going to say, Brennan? Who's that guy that used to get suntan or funtan sprayed on him? Sam Alvey. Sam, Al- uh, Sam Alvey. And he's does fighting he, soon, I think. Yes, he is. Say. He's on the Columbus card. What does say? Does he exist? Was that be- before Reebok? Yes. Oh, that was at the, the yeah. That was at the beginning of the Reebok deal because they couldn't put sponsors on the shorts anymore. Oh so yeah, that. that's that's right. So he sponsored his fucking body. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought it was a genius move. He's a bantamweight, one thirty-five. One thirty-five. Jose Alberto Quinones is his smiling. I feel like that's not a nobody. It sounds like a name I've heard before. How was that accent though? Jose Alberto Quinones. Not bad. Pretty good. Not bad. Can't roll my R's. It'd been better. To be fair, you wouldn't have had to... Alberto? Uh, Alberto? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> you, you don't need to uh, roll your R there at all. But I would have for flair. I sh- I... Alberto! Alberto. <laughs> <laughs> no. Reba! Alberto del Rio. <laughs> you go into Wookiee mode? <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very interesting. I'm curious to see how he looks when he comes back. I feel like he'll be very good. Sean O'Malley. Championship level in his career? 
depends who is around at the top by the time he gets there. Henry Cejudo right now. Do you think he, he can get there? No, I mean, he's not going to beat Henry Cejudo. You don't think? No. No chance. I don't think it's crazy. I don't think that there is a single chance. I don't think it's Unless crazy. Unless it's by the time that Cejudo's well past his prime. Like, well past. Just because I think he's a smart enough fighter to where he would take him down. Um, I think he can get there. He might, but I don't know if he could win. Sugar Sean O'Malley. Uh, what else? Wilder Fury. Boxing stinks. That's <laughs> for February. Wilder Fury two. Uh, I think Tyson Fury wins the rematch. I know this is not a boxing show, and I'm not a boxing fan, but still, you're somehow, a box. You're the boxing guy. Of I'm this. a boxing follower. I'm not a boxing fan. Um, I think Fury wins the rematch. I think. I don't know. I, it doesn't feel like Wilder's going to take him as seriously the second time. Maybe that's a dumb take. It's an awful take. What just happened? I don't know. Is your thing still on? It's still recording, but I'm not in my own headphones. We're going to pause this and figure it out. Take two. Are we back? We're back. All okay, right. We thank did it. the Lord. There's some very serious technical issues in the background. Something came unblocked. <laughs> <laughs> I will shut the whole show down. That was almost the end. <laughs> but yeah, I think Tyson Fury wins the rematch. Cool. Boxing stinks. Wilder wins. And Wilder finishes him. I mean, that's the only way he wins. Yeah, that's a fact. That's He's not going to win a decision because he lost the first one. I don't want to pay for it, but I want to watch it. So oh. I'll be here. Wink. Wink. I'll be here when we st- when you stream it. I'll probably be here because that's February 22nd, the day before the kid's hmm. birthday. Mr. Anti-Boxing knows the date. Hmm. I happened to see it because it's hmm. all UFC MMA. Hmm. Just because I'm smart doesn't mean anything. Smart? <laughs> yeah. I'm smart because I have a good memory, buddy. Dude, I have a good I memory. I don't think I'm smart. What? I must be dumb. Because yeah. I have a terrible memory. I have a good memory and I'm dumb. <laughs> dumb as hell. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I would agree with you, though, that it's a lot more interesting to follow boxing than to actually watch it. To watch highlights, I can deal with. Yeah. But actually sit down and watch a fight, I think I'd rather shoot myself in the toe with a nail gun. This is you a... Won't watch, catch me watching a card, but if... Like a fight, a I would not want to watch a single boxing entire match. I want to watch the highlights after. Damn. Give I, me an update after every round to see, give or take, how the fight's going. But then show me the highlights afterwards. If it's like one of the biggest fights, like this one is, then I want to watch it. This Triple G Canelo and Floyd Pacquiao are like the three of like six fights I would be willing to really want to watch the whole entire fight. This is a point I've made for a long time, but I don't think I've ever said it on this show. If boxing were as exciting as it is in Rocky movies, it would be the biggest sport in the world. Bigger than soccer. Yeah, to have the background music. Yeah. And yeah, if it was that good. And if I remember I correctly, boxing announcers are awful. They're definitely no Joe Rogan. It's hard to, because boxing is so different than MMA. It's hard to put in the, ex- I mean, when shit's going wild. Uh, what's the dumb name? What's his fucking name? I don't know. What's his name? Brian Kenny? Is Do they thing? scream and stuff like Rogan? Like when shit's going, when shit's popping off, it just pops off less in MMA than it does in box, or less in boxing than it does in MMA. Yeah. Plus, I mean, you can get knockouts for just putting, having a guy take a knee three times in a fight. If you were, if you were a super rich guy, like fucking, like uh, who shows up at boxing matches all the time? We'll say uh, Matthew McConaughey. Okay. If you're Matthew McConaughey, you're not showing up at the big boxing matches just for the status. Yeah, got to. He might honestly enjoy it, because I feel like Matthew McConaughey is just down. He's down for people punching each other in the head. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's down for anything. I fair. think so. I Matthew love McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, he's my hero. The new movie he has coming out looks awful. I don't know what one it is. What's it called? The Gangster or some shit. I don't know. It's like a western movie, right? No, it's like a fucking weird, like European American gangster fucking movie or something. I don't know. It looks weird. It's a Guy Ritchie movie. It doesn't look not my cup of tea. Matthew McConaughey is awesome. I don't know if I've ever seen... Oh, no, I take that back. Never mind. Um, and he's also a pretty big sports guy, so he I wouldn't is. be surprised. He owns a MLS team or an, a future MLS expansion team. I thought the league owned all the teams. They do, but he's like the guy He's the it. spokesperson yeah. for the team. He's, he's also selling a tickets. big Texas guy. Yeah, yeah. he is. Hook him, baby. Uh, I think that's it for MMA discussion. I think it's safe to say. I, I believe so. Was there any other fight announcements? Nope, does it. UFC Columbus looks good. It does. It looks like we got Khalil Roundtree, Cody Garbrandt, Francigano versus Jarzinho Rosenstrike. 
Um, Sam Greg Alvey. Hardy. Mm-hmm. Sam Alvey. Good card for being in Columbus, Ohio in March. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, is this when I do my plugs? It is. All right. So, if you like this, uh, you can give us a shout on any sort of form of social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I hope that, got, <laughs> I hope that was on the microphone. There's a little ripple there. It looks like it might have been. I hope it. I you hope can follow the us there or up. like us at uh, uh, at Untitled MMA on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Untitled MMA, and give us a shout out there. Uh, what do you? Who's? Do we actually announce any of our end of the year awards? No. <laughs> you want to do that next week then? Yeah, we'll do that because it'll be. Yeah, that makes sense. We'll okay. Do next so next week we're going to talk about our uh, 2019 awards, but. Um, Give us a shout. Who do you think are some of worthy award winners? We're going to do like best male and female fighter, KO, performance, fighter of the year, things like that. Um, so give us a shout on any of those platforms. And also with this podcast, you can obviously listen to it however you are right now. Uh, we're also on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube. Uh, we're in a lot of places where you listen to podcasts. So if you listen to podcasts somewhere, we're probably there. So listen to that, and then if you could give us a like, a comment, share, subscribe, anything there, especially a review that really helps grow the show, and we'd really appreciate it. So anything that I missed? I don't think so. Cool. Uh, The Untitled MMA website is going to go under some expansion in the next, or some renovation in the next couple months, right? Yes. So stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) Because we are transitioning into different types of content. It's been difficult in the last five months i've also been waiting fucking four weeks for them to fix this goddamn laptop they told me they would have uh, the parts would take a week to come in for them to replace the keyboard because half the buttons don't fucking work and it did take a week for the parts to come in but they didn't bother to tell me that the guy was off for the rest of the fucking year so we have to wait until january 2nd for them to actually replace the keyboard what a trash thing yeah fuck genius phone repair genius phone repair give me some free shit Uh i don't know (laughs) what you guys were talking about but fuck them fuck them yeah trying to fucking overcharge or not have me or have me fix my shit and then charge me again because it's broke. You should still. consider listening while we're doing a podcast. But I ordered the keyboard. They said it would take a, a week for the parts to come in. Then I could bring it in. They could replace it. It did take a week for the parts to come in. But they didn't bother to tell me that the only guy who works there that can replace the keyboard is off for the rest of the year. Oh, damn. Yeah. Fuck genius. Um, any post-MMA stuff? We kind of sprinkled that stuff in throughout the... Podcast. How about a little movie and TV discussion? Is anybody opposed to that? Nope, I don't hate it. We talked about Rise of Skywalker. Was that last week or two weeks ago? Last week. Um, I've seen it twice since then, and that reaffirmed everything I thought about the movie. If you think that was a bad movie, you're just a bump on a log, and nobody likes you. You don't have friends, bro. It's not a great movie. The Rise of Skywalker? Oh. <laughs> what did you think he said? I had uncut gems stuck on there. We're going to get there. But... um. Rise of Skywalker is just a good movie. It's fun. If you like Star Wars, you should like this movie. I don't get why you wouldn't. Yeah. I, I enjoyed I, it. I uh, understand you having problems with it, but I don't understand why you wouldn't like it at all. Yeah. I loved it. I'm cool with that take. So on that same uh, wavelength, The Mandalorian just wrapped up. <clears throat> Season one of The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. That is arguably the best piece of Star Wars content since the original trilogy. I think I liked it more just pure enjoyment than the trilogy that just finished. The sequel trilogy? Yeah. The Abrams trilogy? Mandalorian's fucking awesome. It's so fucking good. It's amazing. It was almost like two shows in one because it, this, the season started as one type of show. Then the middle episodes were kind of something different. Still the same sort of thing, but a little different. And then it goes back to the original thing and mixes in the new thing. For the end of this season. I thought it was very well done. It's it's not a fucking critically critically pleasing show. Like I think some of the acting is kind of corny and everything. But that's Star Wars. Yeah, it is. It's a very Star Wars show while mixing in different elements and just being a good overall show. Mm-hmm. I think it kicks ass. I love the fucking Mandalorian. Mandalorian's awesome. It's so good. I can't wait for season two. I can't. It sucks that we have to wait like a year. Yeah, we'll be all right. I'll be upset. We'll get. I think we're getting another Star Wars show before then. Yes. All right. So does the does the Mandalorian have you all in on any Star Wars show now? Yeah. Yeah. To I be agree. fair, I was all in on yeah, any I mean, Star I was, Wars, a live action Star Wars show. I was going to watch anything anyway, but like the Cassian fucking Andor show, the 
pilot guy from fucking Rogue One. I was like, who gives a fuck about this? And I'm like, yeah, it'll probably be good. It'll be fine. Yeah, I will watch it. I may, I won't like it as much as The Mandalorian, without a doubt, but... I think the Obi-Wan show will be actually great. Yes. Oh, 100%. Do you think it'll be better than The Mandalorian? Yes. No. All right. A mix of opinion. I think it's going to be more Star Wars than The Mandalorian. And um, so that'll make it better? I don't know if it'll be as appealing to the general public, but I think it'll be a better overall show than The Mandalorian. It's fair. I love The Mandalorian, though. Last episode was fantastic. It's fair. Shout out Apollo Creed. I don't know how I would, how I'd word it, but I feel like the Obi Wan one would be just more like story based. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you said, it, Mandalorian would appeal to the general public more just because of the action that's involved, Baby Yoda, just this random stuff. I feel like the story is more deep mm-hmm. in Obi Wan. I just hope that they don't character. try too hard to recreate this success that uh, Baby Yoda had. I'm worried about them trying to tie it into the the Star Wars we know too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Obi-Wan secretly made this happen, you just didn't know it because you didn't see it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? That would annoy me. I have full faith in these specific directors if they are the ones doing the show. Yeah, the... I can't remember the lady's name, but she directed two episodes of The Mandalorian and it was two of the... two of the top half episodes of the season. So... Yeah, I have a lot of faith in the Obi-Wan show. The Cassie Andor one, I'm still kind of iffy, iffy on, but I'm sure it'll be good after this first season of Mandalorian. If you can get a show on one Star Wars character, any one Star Wars character, who would it be? Han Darth Solo. Maul. Darth Maul. It's Darth Maul. Who would Han you? Solo. Darth Maul. Han Solo. It's legit- he literally only has had his own movie. Yeah, he already has a movie, so... But it's Han Solo. It doesn't matter. It's fucking Han Solo. You, it has to be Darth Maul. If you had the opportunity... I mean, I'm fine for a Darth Maul one. But I, the answer is Han Solo. I feel like if you had the opportunity, you'd suck Han Solo's dick. I mean... <laughs> I think you just said that. It depends on the circumstances. <laughs> if Harrison Ford Do said, I need transport across the galaxy? That's the shit that made the Kessel run in 12 parsecs. If you gotta do what you gotta do, you gotta do what you gotta do. Hey, man. <laughs> Ships don't fly themselves. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, I, I shouldn't agree. have pictured anything that I just pictured. <laughs> Chewie's watching. He's loving it. <laughs> Wait, that's not how that's not how he sounds. <laughs> that was awful. That was awful. That was awful. I can't do a Chewie impersonation. Oh shit. <laughs> On that note, I don't know how I make that the fucking episode title, but that's what it's gotta be. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I, we should end there but i have to fucking wrap up the movie discussion what was your favorite movie of the year mm. i don't watch movies that often so what was your favorite movie of the year can i say a movie that i saw for the first time this year no but i'll let you say it <laughs> <laughs> solo um, Whoa! I enjoyed Solo much, much more than I did The Rise of Skywalker. It was so much more fun That's to me. Take. That's a take. Um, That's crazy. <laughs> but I think I like Joker the most this year. I, I knew you were gonna say that. I also, you also think answer. that The Rise of Skywalker is the best one of this trilogy when it just isn't. I mean, it could be. It isn't. Joker's not a bad answer though. Yeah, I respect you. I think it's my number it's seven. Not. Yeah, exactly. To one in seven. That's but a I've seen I've probably. 18 more movies than he has. Yeah, I probably have seen five. It's Endgame. Maybe. Then I've seen 19 more movies than him. Oh, Endgame came out this year? Yeah. yeah. Man, it's been a long year. Endgame's my number one. Yeah, Endgame is number one, but Joker is definitely number two. I'll give my current top ten fucking right now. Right now. The year is, because there's at least three more movies, I think, that could make it into the top ten. I take movies seriously. I always rank them. But number one, Avengers Endgame. Number two, Rise of Skywalker. It's probably not the second best movie I saw, but it's my second favorite. Three is Rocket Man. Four, ver- four is Ford versus Ferrari. Say that four times fast. I love it. Uh, number five is The Irishman. Number six is The Joker. Number seven is Uncut Gems. Number eight, Lego Movie 2. <laughs> a little surprise in there. Number nine is Glass. Number two, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. And all of those, almost all of those, I have no interest in watching The Irishman because it's so long. I thought you loved A Day in the Neighborhood. I thought it was like one of your favorite no, movies. No, I thought it was time. very okay. No, that's the, you're thinking of the documentary. Won't, won't you be my neighbor? That was last year. Um, I think that those are all movies that I would like to have seen this year, but uh-huh. besides the Lego movie. No, you'd like it. 
Did I, you see the first one? No, I didn't. You should watch it. I probably should, but it's not something I wanted to watch. Yeah. I wanted to watch all of them but the Lego movie and the Irishman, and I think I would enjoy all of them. I think you'd like the Irishman, too. I, I think I would, up. too, but that's so a long, long, long movie. It's so goddamn long. <laughs> but, yeah, I think we did it. You would like Uncut Gems a lot. All right. Yeah, if you loved the Joker, you would love Uncut Gems. Yeah. That's how you know. I hope to see it before I leave. Adam Sandler says, I'm going to come, and it's hilarious. <laughs> 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 All right. I think we did it, boys. Oh, I forgot how to do it again. <laughs> um, for Brendan, for Bryce, I'm Buju. This was the Untitled MMA Podcast, and it's a wrap. Hell yeah. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to remember how to do it before I start doing it. <laughs>